I got out of my car, keys in one hand and takeout in the other, glad that the blinking light on the dashboard had not caused any issues on the drive home. After a quick stop to the mailbox, I headed inside the house, set everything down on the counter, and reached for the remote to turn on the TV. The familiar voice of the news anchor filled the silent living room and welcomed me to my otherwise lifeless home. I thumbed through the mail as I headed toward the trash can, mostly the usual, bills, ads, and more bills. The corner of an off-white envelope stuck out among the other envelopes and brightly colored ads. I flipped to it, intrigued to have possibly received some personal mail. I found the envelope, and my heart sank. Miss Grace Wabuki. Not another one, I sighed heavily. The fancy calligraphy was a telltale sign of a wedding invitation, an obligatory event to celebrate a friend getting what I wanted more than anything. Another reminder of the fact that I was still single and all my friends were getting married, having kids, and seeing their dreams come true while I remained stuck. I tried to remember who recently announced their engagement on social media. There had been so many proposals over the holidays, it could be a number of couples. I inadvertently rolled my eyes and let out another sigh as I thought about what this was going to mean. Having to muster up every ounce of energy to put a smile on my face and act like I was enjoying the festivities while my heart was breaking. I was not looking forward to attending showers and participating in a host of overplayed, bridal-themed games that were fun during my 20s, but irritating 15 years later. Going through the emotions of ooing and aahing as gifts were unwrapped while trying to hold back tears and wondering why it wasn't me that was getting married, only to be followed by weeks of agonizing over who I was going to sit with at the wedding ceremony and reception. It would be so much easier if I were with my future spouse. Maybe you'll meet him at the wedding, my friends would say in an attempt to encourage me. God is preparing you, they'd add, not realizing their well-meaning words left me wondering how all the younger brides were somehow more prepared than I was. God, why are you making me wait so long? Why can't you just bring my husband? You created the world in six days. Surely this is not too difficult for you. I'd cried out to God many times, but this time was different. This time, I was done. I was 40 years old and done with being single. I was done with guys who were afraid of commitment and the ones who were intimidated by a woman in leadership. I was done with going on dates only to look into eyes that glazed over the minute I told them I worked in full-time ministry. I felt so alone in my empty house. The disappointment, heartache, and anxiety suffocated me as I tried to sleep to escape my pain. It seemed like I had been in this winter season forever and my prayers continued to go unanswered. I wondered if anything was ever going to change. I could not understand God's purpose or direction in this unknown season. I was hurt and confused by how a loving God could see me in such pain and not do something about it. Well, I was done waiting for God. I did not see the point of enduring such agony and was ready to take things into my own hands. Maybe you can relate. You found yourself in a space where life does not look like you expected. You thought you would be living your best life by now, doing what you always dreamed. Maybe you thought you would be married and have a family by now. You didn't think it would be so hard to get pregnant. But with each monthly cycle, you face the disappointment of an unanswered prayer. Perhaps you had great plans to be your own boss with a thriving business. You didn't expect the grind of an entrepreneur to be so hard. 
You thought your ride-or-die friends would always have your back. You never expected them to turn on you and not celebrate your success. Maybe you did not expect your health to begin to fail, to have your marriage implode, or your kids lose their way. Yet here you are, in the center of an unknown or unexpected season of life. Why would God allow you to enter such a painful place? Why won't he just speak, extend his hand, send angels, and do something, anything to change your circumstances? Even the unconventional ways he worked miracles would be welcome, anything to shift the current situation.